Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I guess my first question to you, are you staying warm, dry, safe? <laughs> Yeah, it's about 20 in. degrees up here. I've been yeah. I've been up and down the hill probably about 25 times, so I closed my mm. exercise ring on sledding today. But uh, all right, yeah, it's Way been go. it's been okay. We haven't lost power or anything, but it's been it's been nice to see some snow on the ground, and I'll, I'll be over it probably by tomorrow. So hopefully it'll go away after that. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow night. Maybe by Saturday. It's it's going to be here for yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Now, when you but, say up and down. Sounds like he's uh, sledding. Yeah, he's yeah. sledding, Randy. Isn't that yeah. cool? Yeah. He's wow. a young guy. He can do that. Well, I have an eight-year-old, so. He I mean, probably went with you, huh? You did, she's you been pestering me since. Or she did. Well, yeah, I mean, she's been pestering me since 730 <laughs> this morning to get out in the snow, so. <laughs> That's great. You know how that goes. Yeah, it's great. Y- y'all been there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess you um, – saw the war of words that is going on really from one side the other side i guess you can say really has been kind of poking i'm not sure if i want to call it the bear or not but uh lane kiffin put out the the fact that they may need to check their luxury tax they may have to pay (laughs) on the 30 million dollars that is uh texas a&m and then Nick Saban, of course, is really, I mean, he's hes pulled up his skirt by saying that is not, no, we don't do that kind of stuff. That, uh, we don't cheat. <laughs> and, um, of course, then the rebuttal to that is from Jimbo Fisher. Well, it sure seems strange, the $800,000 you were bragging about at the Texas Coaching Convention a year ago for Bryce Young you know, all of a sudden now, uh, I guess that must not be enough, huh? Well, yeah. you know what's funny about that, though? Bryce Young was already on campus. So it wasn't like if he made his 800000 I don't know if he did or a million. We don't know that. But if he did or he didn't, he was already at Alabama. We're talking about all this money being spent for the recruits coming into Texas A&M. That's a big difference, don't you think? It's it's quite a big difference. I mean, the the idea was that it wasn't supposed to be used for recruiting right. purposes. And, you know, right. Jimbo got pretty pretty heated yesterday talking about it because somebody named Sliced Bread on some random <laughs> message board. I love that <laughs> website. Yeah, came up with uh, the idea that, that they'd spent $30 million, which does seem excessive. But, uh, you know, with Bryce Young, I think the, the thing that's notable there, you know, Saban knew what he was doing when he said he had almost a million dollars in NIL. He's saying, I mean, because Bryce Young, it's not like he's, you know, gone out on the field and earned it at that point. You know, he hadn't hardly played. It was right. Mac Brown or Mac Mac Jones. Uh, That's Mac right. Jones. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, who, Mac Jones. Uh, yeah. Who who was the starting quarterback before? So he got allegedly um, nearly a million dollars in NIL money before he'd been the starting quarterback. You know, so. That's kind of like sending a message, hey, come to Alabama, you win the starting quarterback job, you're going to get a million dollars. So, uh, And Jimbo was also kind of, you know, 
when he was talking about NIL and he's, you know, saying, first of all, it's all legal, in my Jimbo voice, first of all, it's all legal. But, uh, you know, you'd be surprised about some of the other things that people have been doing and done for years that's not legal, you know, yeah. kind of. Maybe man, even at Texas into, Why don't you look into that? Well, maybe even at Texas A&M, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, going back to Pony Express days, we know that they uh, they bought, some, they bought uh, Eric Dickerson a, a gold Trans Am that he drove to to Dallas yeah. to go to, Baton, yeah. or to, go to uh, SMU. Yeah, that's right. Oh, isn't, it, isn't the conversation fun? Won't it be fun when Alabama plays Texas A&M next year? Oh, yeah, in, yeah. in Alabama. Yeah. Especially with all those five-star recruits. There's seven of them that uh, A&M is bringing in, including one yeah. basically and it's, at the 12th hour. And it's not just Texas. I mean, like Texas recruit. And, you know, what's crazy is there, I was looking at this a minute ago. There were four five-star offensive linemen last year on the composite in the 2022 class this year. And uh, two of them are, you know, from the state of Texas, and they went to Texas, UT, you know. Wow. And you look at the roster for or the, or the signing class for Texas A&M, you know, they got some big names out of Texas, but they got a, you know, a defensive line, five-star defensive lineman out of Tennessee. They got a couple of really good prospects out of Washington. I mean, they the, reached the all over the state of Washington? Place. Yeah. They got a couple players from Washington on their on their Go to Texas A&M? Wow. I think one of them's a kicker, but. Um, one of them, and one of them is really highly rated. But um, yeah, they've, you know, it's not just Texas players that are that are committed to them. Yeah, funny. All right, let's talk with uh, Lewis. Lewis, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. How you doing, Randy? Rick? Hey, buddy. How, you How are you, Lewis? Good. I'm doing well on this uh, glorious icy day. Mm, yes, sir. <laughs> but it is it is beautiful, though. I'll give it that. Hey, uh, hey, Trey. Yes. Uh, can you explain something to me, please, sir? Yes. Um, how did we finish behind Missouri and South Carolina in the recruiting rankings this year? Well, it depends on who you look at. I mean, they didn't finish behind Missouri on 24-7 rankings, but they did on the 24-7 composite rankings. I mean, there's Arkansas's average class rankings 22.5, but I can tell you why they didn't finish as high as they should have. First of all, they didn't. They didn't do a very good job defensive line recruiting. They got a couple of good in-state guys. I'm not saying they didn't do that, but uh, they needed more than that. And uh, maybe that's one reason that Jamal Ashley isn't here. And they also lost Miles Rouser. Um, you know, it was obviously an unfortunate situation. It wasn't, you know, anything that Arkansas had control over, but um, they lost him too. So that knocked them out of the top 25 on the composite rankings. Um so yeah, that's Missouri had their best recruiting class maybe that they've ever had. Uh, so they usually Missouri usually recruits like in the 40s, 50s, something like that. So um, they pulled in a five star. When you get a five star recruit, you're gonna finish in the top 25. I don't know if I can ever remember anybody who got a five star recruit. Maybe Houston that one year they got that defensive lineman. You know, being a non G5 program. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember aside from that anybody that has not finished in the top 25, and they may have, I'm not sure, um, they got a five-star recruit because it boosts your class so much, just that one player. Uh, so that's that's one reason Missouri uh, was was up the way they were. And, uh, you know, for Arkansas, part of it also is, you know, it wasn't a large class because, you know, they, they had used four scholarships from the previous class, so they're only bringing in, you know, 20 high school recruits. Uh, one of those is a, a punter. One of those is a holder. 
um, you know, so that's that's all part of it. That's that's reasons that the you know class wasn't quite as high. Defensive line recruiting, losing Rouser, and not having a huge class of high school recruits. And two of those high school recruits are scholarship punter, scholarship holder. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they, if, remember when I called you and asked you about the second, I mean the uh, TCU defensive end that was all twelve two years in a row. Maybe if, uh, if they looked at him like I was suggesting, maybe uh, Ashley might still be here, huh? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but and, uh, you know, then, it's also important to look because you got to look at everybody that's coming in, and that's one thing I like that we've done at twenty four seven is. We've incorporated the transfer uh, rankings, which I think last I looked at that, Arkansas was seventh on that. They were on 24-7 sports individual rankings. Arkansas has actually got the 18th ranked class in the country. So they're a lot higher on Arkansas's class than, you know, the, you know, the other services. But uh, the transfer rankings, I believe, was seventh. And I think the overall, I can't remember what they were on the overall rankings. But that, you know, that takes into account everybody they're bringing in. And, and there's some... You know, there's some studs that are coming in here from the transfer portal, and not all of them are just one year. You know, some of them have have a lot of time left. Yeah, and uh, one last thing, I'll get your comment on this. You know, uh, about Jimbo, you know, he, he went on that rant yesterday, and my thing is uh, Shakespeare said it best, thou protestest too much, you know what I mean? Yeah, thou protest too much. Yeah, and, and, and the, thing, the thing is, you know, yeah, he said he said it takes a lot of work. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to set up all those dummy uh, <laughs> nonprofit corporations to, you know, to be able to pay for those recruits. So, yeah, it, it does take a lot of work to do that. He is right. <laughs> now, I mean, to be fair, everybody's everybody's doing that, and you know, I don't, I wouldn't consider this a dummy one, but uh, in Arkansas, there's a new one um, that um, we actually had Keith Grayson today on the show, and he he talked about his fourth and twenty five fund. I believe is 425fund.org is the website, but it's a it's one in Arkansas um, that they started up. To uh, I think they're still in the process of finalizing things with that to get their what is it 501c3 or whatever it is. But um, it'll be something that you know helps families in Arkansas that uh, you know people who are less fortunate, whether it's you know, I think maybe housing, food, I think it's different things, uh, but they'll use student-athletes. But as I understand, this isn't like just a slush fund for, for student-athletes. It was inspired by the opportunity to do an NIL, but um, a significant majority has to go to, you know, to the charity, to, to you know, you know, helping people, not just give it all to the athlete. That's not what this is at all. And, and anyway, I mean, if you do that kind of stuff, then you're left, you know, whoever puts it together is left holding the bag on all the taxes that you would have to pay. So you don't, mm-hmm. you don't want to be yeah. in that situation. But uh, there is one that has started up in Arkansas. I believe the Hunts had started up one also. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a couple popping up here too. Well, well, I, I, you know, I guess I guess I look at it as it's good because uh, we we got to do something where we can start competing a lot better. Yeah, there are definitely things that are popping up. So, I mean, the first things that we saw, of course, were, you know, small business owners, um, you know, law firms, restaurants especially, uh, you know, sponsoring athletes and, you know, having them, you know, do something on social media and stuff like that. And, um, you know, now we're starting to see some some charitable things that are that are starting up. And that's I think that's good for everybody, especially, you know, 
you know, what I found out about some of those, like, you know, the, the fourth and 25 fund, um, you know, the fact that they really do have to, and not that they have to, but, you know, they want to. It's obviously, again, inspired by NIL. This is an opportunity to do something to help student-athlete, but at the same time um, really maybe make an impact uh, in Arkansas. So okay. hopefully. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lewis. How are you? All right, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live and feedback from Piggy Smalls. He said, question for Trey. I don't believe in scholarships for kickers and punters, at least Uh-oh. not immediately. Uh-oh. Where, where is Piggy Smalls? He, does he uh, right. have lunch with Marcus every day or what? I think he is speaking on Marcus's behalf. Oh, okay. Uh, they Some... should all start off as walk-ons. Do you agree with this strategy? That's from Piggy Smalls. I don't believe in almost anything as a blanket strategy. <laughs> That's right. Good. Almost anything. Um, you know, I had a guy respond to one of my YouTube videos the other day saying that um, all the preferred walk-ons, um, they should get rid of all of them because they're not SEC caliber. It's like, what are oh, you, my gosh. Like, some people just don't wow. understand what they're talking about. So this mm-hmm. is how Sam Pittman lays it out when you're talking about kickers, punters, and things like that, specialists. Uh, if there's an elite guy out there, like an elite guy, number like one, Cam number Little. two, type right, which Cam Little was ranked number one kicker prospect in the country. And we see that's, I think that's probably uh, played out the way that they'd hope. Pretty accurate, yeah. Yeah. So if, you, if you're in that category of player, then Arkansas, if they need somebody at that spot, they're going to offer you a scholarship. And that's what we see with Max Fletcher, Eli Stein. Um, you know, these are guys that are ranked one, two, at their position nationally. And you're not getting Cam Little to come to Arkansas without a scholarship. You're just not. He has other scholarship offers. He has other options out there. Um, now, if there are other guys out there, maybe this guy's number 8, 10 ranked kicker in the country. That might be a guy you say, hey, we want you to come in with a preferred scholarship, you know, preferred walk-on status. Uh, and try to earn the starting job, and if you earn it, then we'll give you a scholarship. So they look at certain guys like, could we develop this guy into being an elite kicker, a starting kicker or something? Um, And, you know, you look at other guys and you say, hey, this guy's elite right now. We want him part of our program, and I think that played out. I mean, I don't understand how, you know, people, one side of their mouth, complain up and down about special teams, and then the other side, they, you know, complain about offering a kicker. A scholarship, you know, it just yeah, doesn't, right. it doesn't make sense. Um, and in my opinion also, uh, if you are a starter at an SEC school, or any school really, but if you're a starter, whether it's a snapper or a punter or a kicker, then in my opinion you need to be on scholarship. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Well, it's just like you just said. Cam Little wouldn't be at Arkansas if you wouldn't offer the scholarship. If you're exactly. going after the Zach best, Hawker, you, you, Zach you, Hawker yeah. wouldn't have ended up at That's Arkansas exactly. and be at Arkansas State. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's and okay. if they'd, uh, what was the kicker for the Cowboys forever? Dan Bailey. I can't remember. Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey went to Arkansas um, with the idea that if he won the starting job, then he would be uh, put on scholarship. Did you guys know that? No. Back yes. when Houston Nutt was at Arkansas. No. And yes. won the job. They weren't able to give him the scholarship because the plan 
was there was a, a, a guy coming up named Alex Tejada that they were going to give a scholarship to. Uh-huh. So they didn't give Dan Bailey a scholarship. He left, transferred to Oklahoma State, had a great career, and played many years in the NFL. Hmm. Ten plus. And then uh-huh. even uh-huh. beyond that with, uh, I can't remember after he left Dallas where he ended up, but, uh, yeah. I mean, kickers of that level, they end up finding a job uh, somewhere. Uh, they just kind of rotate around sometime. But uh, uh, all right, Trey, this, uh, let's do this real quick. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting edge technology, classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. This is from the Daywalker in Ozark Mountains. It says, guys, there's nothing like hunkering down in the Ozarks alongside Alaskan Huskies by a warm <laughs> fireplace with a lot of expected yep. snow. Stay prepared and be safe. Then he went on to say, we were talking about uh, Rouser. He said, the Campbell University Fighting Camels are Division <laughs> One FCS football team and is a member of the Big South Conference located in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You know, I read two articles from signing day experts. One's on like that fan-sided site, and one, but one was on Yahoo, saying that Arkansas was stunned when Miles Rouser picked an <laughs> FCS school <laughs> over them, and just talking about how like Arkansas got bamboozled and all this stuff. And I just, man, do a little bit of just the smallest amount of research. And you'll find that that's absolutely not true. But there's two articles out there about how Miles Rouser spurned Arkansas and signed with Campbell. Hmm. Hadn't lost any to Campbell lately, have they? No. No, this was a big one. Hmm. Uh, SEC program seemingly on the rise was bamboozled. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, This from the 479. Have there been any deals for women's college athletes, Hmm. NIL, women Razorbacks. Well, there's been a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, there have been some. I, and I was talking with Keith also about the, you know, fourth and 25, and that's their plan is to um, sponsor both men and women. Hmm. Okay. Great. Good. I would think Amber Ramirez and there's others, Jersey, Wolfenbarger, I would think they mm-hmm. would be in line for some. Maybe not right now, but uh, for whatever reason. But there's got to be somebody on the gymnastics team. I mean, as good oh, as they definitely. are. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yes. Soccer. Yeah. There's several that I think could be more. Not- well, look at the women's track and field program. Yeah, that's right. Jeez. Yeah, really I, mean, I don't really know that anybody, uh, speaking of gymnastics, the LSU um, gymnast, I don't know that anybody's done better than she has when it comes to oh, NIL. And she almost made like a million dollars. Yeah, but again, that's, you know, that's like her own doing, you know, her social media following. Um, you yeah. Know, that's that's not just like, hey, let's, you know, have this, um, you know, person because she's in the spotlight or something. She's a good athlete. You know, it's, it's in addition to being a good athlete, she's also developed her own brand and marketed herself. And, you know, that's that was her doing. Well, there's the twins, uh, and at Fresno State, and when this well, thing was so. first announced, or not yeah. announced, but when it became official, they were on Times Square. Uh, yep. 
But theirs is, is basically from their social media right. accounts, Instagram. Right over a million Instagram followers. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it immediately paid dividends for those, the twins, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I guess now, Trey, it would be safe to say that everything from a recruiting standpoint has now turned the attention to 2023s. I'm guessing mm-hmm. with the exception of maybe – uh, again, the transfer portal, uh, which to me is altogether different. Right. Yeah, the transfer por- portal in 2023 recruiting, no question about it. And Arkansas is off to a great start in 2023 recruiting. I mean, they're they're recruiting off of a winning record for the first time in many, many, many years. And I think we're seeing that. I mean, they're, they've got a lot to do, to do to stay top three, but the fact that they're there right now, is a pretty good indicator that they're going to finish really strong. Um, so, yeah, and then transfer portal. There's another wave of transfer portal stuff coming in the spring. Yeah. So. All right, Trey, sled safely. That's yep. TreyBiddyofHogsports.com being brought to you by Asher. Rickerson. Make your 